Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow at Dan Day Radio. Hopefully you do not have coronavirus, zombies, and hopefully you are staying very health conscious while at the same time living and loving life. Going to be loving life in just a few minutes with the Joe Rose Show. They're talking with NBA, I wouldn't say legend, but an NBA guy, Brian Scalabrini, the Dan Levitard Show, checking in with our NBA guy, George Sedano, that Hawk and Crowder say it's not the end of days, so we're going to have some fun while being very health conscious. Yes, very health conscious right now some headlines i'm not just going to give you the general headline of everything in the sports world is postponed and canceled i'll get a little more in depth all major college conferences have canceled their basketball tournaments while mls mlb and nhl have suspended play due to coronavirus nascar will continue but no fans in attendance before league play was suspended last night the heat lost to charlotte 109-98 the u plans to continue holding sporting events as planned just with no fans in attendance the seventh ranked canes baseball team defeated 12th ranked UCF yesterday 3-2. They're scheduled to face Virginia Tech in Blacksburg this weekend. The U.S. women's national team defeated Japan last night 3-1. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a Virginia woman is looking for recognition for having the world's largest toy beaver collection with over 1,500 items. Mm, there's a joke in there somewhere. A cow that is said to be exceptionally fast and adept at climbing fences has been eluding Pembroke Pines police since January. If any spring breakers are listening, take notes. A Canadian band has set the world record for performance farthest below sea level by playing at the bottom of a coal mine. That's one way to avoid coronavirus. Now on the weather brought to you by Hialeah Park. Tonight's forecast cloudy with temperatures in the low 70s. For the best poker tournaments in South Florida, visit Hialeah Park Poker Room. Visit HialeahPark.com for our poker tournament schedule, plus join us for our $75,000 guarantee March 7th through 13th. Why play anywhere else? Visit HialeahPark.com for details. A lot happening, and at the same time, not a lot happening in the NBA. So the Joe Rose Show caught up with former NBA player and current Celtics announcer, Brian Scalabrini to talk about the NBA and coronavirus. Will the NBA release a list of those infected? What he wants the NCAA and NBA to do and his experience in playing with the big three. Nice and early and man I wish we had a lot of good stuff to talk about Brian but uh, so much for an empty basketball arena 
Uh, we're taking it to the next step. The NBA suspending things after the crazy story before the start of that Utah Jazz game last night with Rudy Gobert. What did you think, Brian, about everything last night? About two weeks ago, when this thing is starting to pick up some steam, you're starting to look around. You're starting to see what's happening in Italy, what's happening here, what's happening there. And I'm and then the NBA comes out with a mandate. Now I'm in the media, right? I do the I call the games for the Boston Celtics, and the, and they come up with a mandate. Let's keep the media six to eight feet away from the players. And then I'm like, okay, no problem. Let's watch this. Then you're at an arena and you see the ball boys handling the balls. You see the fans out there. You see, uh, like, the players warm up and they go right. off the court. Then, then, then there's a five-on-five AAU game going on. And then you read that the coronavirus sits around for nine days on the surface. And it makes you realize right there, two weeks. It, for me, it wasn't a matter of if this happens. It was when this happens, the NBA is going to shut this thing down. Because you got to watch. NBA players are going to battle. They're sweating and all these things. And you just it's uh common knowledge like nba players and, and rudy gobert is not going to be the only one that gets it uh, like all kinds of guys the fallout from this is going to be uh, 10 20 50 60 guys down the road are going to get it and maybe it starts with him maybe it starts somewhere else but this was just a matter of, of when it happens for me just just a little follow-up because you mentioned i know you spent a lot of time with the celtics that's one of the teams utah has played over the last mm-hmm. week and a half toronto detroit boston new york and and cleveland will boston now uh quarantine some of the players after that as well or how will that be treated yeah i have no idea what they're doing but i do know that those teams are all going to be tested and last night the utah jazz were tested they got out of the arena around two o'clock they're going to wait on the results and they're going to say so if half the team is is infected and half the team isn't. They're actually thinking about getting two separate planes back to Utah, having a quarantine plane and a non-quarantine plane, which makes it different. Like, if you're a flight attendant, you sure you want to be on that flight? It's just like, like this thing, I'm not blaming the NBA or any by no means. I don't think anybody could understand this and the rapid rate at which this thing was spreading, but there is no end to someone not getting put into an awkward position moving forward. So I do think the Boston Celtics will be uh, tested and then and the results. I, the one thing I don't know now, if a player, which by the way, Rudy Gobert was sort of asymptomatic. Like he wanted to play basketball today. So he, quote unquote, has the coronavirus, but he wanted to, I mean, he wanted to like be in the game. And the reason why he was not at the arena is because he had to wait for the test results. My guess is like most NBA players, if they do have it, they won't even know it. These guys are in great shape. And throughout the NBA season with the late night flights and, and then the games, you, you, you never really feel 100%. So right. the idea is like, hey, if you feel a little under the weather, you might have this. Well, under the weather for the NBA players could be all, all uh, half the league. Right. But, so I'm just I'm assuming that most of these guys will have it. The question is, will they announce players that contract it? I don't think they will, but um, and they shouldn't. I don't I don't think everyone should have their stuff blasted out there. Well, the, I guess the other thing is, what if several players on Utah have it, and and there's no reason to to, to think somebody else on on the oh, team. Yeah, doesn't they've have been it. hanging out. Yeah, well, well, you know, moving forward, and as we eventually will come out of this, there's a million questions. But what if Utah can't go on, and and everybody else is ready to go? No, that's that, that's impossible. Let's use the what if. Sure, I, I still think they would have to cancel the season until Utah was in the clear. But Utah, from the time they played New York, which is a hotbed, and Massachusetts, these are the two hotbeds, right? They played. 
Detroit, and then they played Toronto. And then Toronto went on and played someone else, and Detroit went on and played someone else. So if, if it doesn't just stop there. And then whoever Detroit played, they played somebody else. Like, this is the NBA. you got three and a half games a week. Keeps going on. Now, maybe maybe there's a group of NBA players. But by the way, the other night, there's a referee that was refing the Utah game that was now in Sacramento. And now he's refing. And you know how guys are, yelling at each other's faces and stuff right. like that. So, they say, once again, it, once once this was brought to my attention two weeks ago, and I just sat back, I'm in the cut, I'm looking left and right, I'm like, we ain't stopping this. Like, this is 20,000 people screaming, everybody around, uh, selfies being taken and all this stuff. And like, this is like a no, this is going to, to spread. This, the question is just going to be, what does the NBA do? Like, how long do they have to wait? Can it like run through, run its course through NBA players and then be ready to go? But then what about the workers? What about the fans? Are, do you have to go to a neutral location? It's, it's a it's a mess, but I'll tell you what I want to happen. I don't want this season to end, but in, in, in lieu of college basketball, and this is just on my mind, this is me shooting from the hip, 30-team tournament, like sometime in July, winner take all, one and done. I'd love to see that, because I want to crown a champion this year. And it might have an asterisk by it, no doubt about it, but I want to see a champion be crowned at one point. I, I, and that's just my personal No, I agree. We the, talk- the NBA could do whatever they want. Like I, I, they don't have, I don't think we're going to do seven-game series, but they should do something. I, I agree for all the work, even this Heat team and overachieving what they've been able to do. They want to have a shot to, to see. I, I agree, even if it's late summer or whatever has to happen. Hey, Brian, the other part of this is uh, what does, now the NBA is shut down, what does college basketball, we got the conference games going now, and uh, the big dog is next week, March Madness. What do you do? What what would I do? Yeah. Personally, I would play. But I think that um, my point of all this is the spread of this is inevitable. And I, hey, I'm 50-50 on this one. They'll probably cancel it which or postpone it or do whatever they have. But I would play, but that's just me. Well, listen. Like, I, I, are you guys, have you chalked it up? Let me just ask you in your mind. Like, Have you guys chalked it up like you're going to come in contact with this thing and you're just going to beat it or you're not, right? Like you're just going it, to – it's going to hit you and your your immune system is going to be strong enough and you're going to beat it or not. Like, How did you how do you guys manifest it in your mind? We're all going through it and we're watching the, the rules change. I can talk for – I'm not going to talk for Dave, but like Intercom changed it. We can't go out and uh, we can't be at arenas now. We're supposed to be today. We're supposed to go up to uh, spring training with the Marlins. That got canceled because of uh, new corporate policies. They don't want anybody going anywhere. So, yeah, things have kind of changed, which kind of changed your thinking on this whole thing. But, yeah, is it possible we could get it? Of, uh, of course. Well, the, huh? other, the other thing is you need to try, I assume, and I'm not going to play doctor here, to limit your exposure. Right? Yeah, everybody's been exposed to it, but that doesn't mean you 24-7 you want to be exposed to it, right? And so, to me, that's why all the at this point all the sports need to shut down, just like everybody sure. need, needs to Bri- shut down. Brian, are you, are you one of those guys that, because uh, we get this on the text machine, 56022, they go, oh, man, come on, it's like a bad flu. I mean, you get it, so what? And no. Go, you're not one of those. No. No, 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 no. But here's why: it's, it's worse than a flu, and it's going to be worse than a flu. What I am is is uh, I, if you think you can stop it, you're you're sadly mistaken. You're going to come in contact with the coronavirus. Like you think you can avoid? Maybe in Miami, because I heard it doesn't do as well in the in the warm 
weather as it's like I'm in Boston right now. And like I said, as soon as this team comes out, I'm sitting there in the games, I'm laying in the cut, I'm watching people, what's going on, and it's like, nah, bro, this is inevitable. You are whether I go to Costco to pick up toilet paper or wherever I go to like like wherever I end up going. What's with the toilet I'm paper? Starting. What's yeah, Brian, we don't have paper. any toilet paper. My wife said no toilet paper, cut back on, That's on what, what you're that doing. Was your go-to shopping list Jeez, right there. Man. You know, I know, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get that one either. I was kind of a joke, but I don't understand it. I don't what is it like of all the emergency supplies you need? What is it? And if you go to Costco and you get toilet paper, you see those big giant bits. like that should last you at least six months, right? Yeah. It should. And by the way, if you run out of toilet paper six months from now and we can't get any more, then our world is in a world of hell right yeah, now. So boy, you ain't I kidding. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. Well, Brian, this uh this whole thing is uh is is nuts right now and and I know we're kind of waiting on college basketball we because the way we are as junkies we go okay NBA's done uh what do, what do you think about college basketball I'd like to watch those games tonight and uh see what's going to happen for the for the big dance so I guess we'll uh we'll all be waiting on that and see if all the other sports NHL and everybody else kind of follow suit with the NBA they got to be a lot of pressure on everybody to do the same thing correct no doubt yeah we, we had a you know I played in the big three and uh we had a meeting we're, we're actually thinking about moving six of the ten games we're moving to the CBS lot we're just going to shoot on location so you know limited amount of fans and it's just going to be uh but the games are still going to go on just play in it, it, basically, it's not a, it's not an arena. It's yeah. a, you know just a, 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 a airplane hanger with a basketball court. So I thought that was a, a great move by Ice Cube to say yeah. like, we're going to jump ahead of this. But it just feels weird. I wish they would play like outside, like just play a five on five game at a park, camera it up. You know, I'd like I'd like to see something. <laughs> but hey, that's that's uh, that's um. Yeah, I, I think I think you guys are right. Like, I think they're gonna, you know, just take a step back and see, you know, what's going on because at the rate that this thing is, is spreading, I think that no one even knows. So, just taking a step back would probably be the smart thing to do. Hey, Brian, before we let you go, because the three on three thing, I didn't, think, I didn't know how it was going to do. I had no idea it was going to fill up arenas and and do as well as it's done. Has that surprised you a little bit when they decide to go with former players and that that stay in good shape that can play? Uh, for the most part, there's a couple of guys a little overweight, but uh, has it surprised you on how well it's done? No. If you got a chance to meet Ice Cube, you'll know why it's successful. Like, the guy is, no matter what he does and whatever he touches, I, I, I hear you at first. You're like, why do people want to watch this? But you understand how, how Ice Cube's vision, and then you start to get to know the players and what they're, and they're really into it. A lot of guys do, they, a lot of guys do feel slighted. Like, they feel like they still had a little bit left to give. And, uh, and a lot of these guys are really happy to get a chance to play in front of 10, 15,000 people. So once you're like living it, you realize, uh, this thing's going to be all right. Joe's feeling slighted about his football career still. Maybe, maybe we can No, get there's nothing. That, uh... Flag football doesn't work, man. <laughs> Brian, Thank you so much, buddy. Really appreciate you coming on this morning. You got it, guys. Yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. We're all just kind of in a waiting period. So it's time to be creative and find fun, safe things to do. I've got something in mind, which includes me sitting on a beach, drinking beer, and watching the ladies of spring break. No coronavirus there. Or maybe there is. I don't know. But hopefully I'll be fine. Up next, Dan Lebetard. He's got a poop. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Back with the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. And on your radio right here on 560 The Joe, weekdays from 10 to 1, it is Dan Lebetard and his cast of Merry Men. Earlier today, they caught up with Miami's own George Sedano. Sedano's kind of got a hot take. And then Dan, 
He's got to poop. So Jorge Sedano is with us, and he says Gobert should be suspended. Uh, Sedano, nobody here wants anywhere near this position that you're taking. Everybody is backing away. Go ahead and argue your position, and thank you for making time for us, sir. Here's the deal. I've talked to multiple teams over the last couple of weeks while this stuff has been becoming a bigger issue, right, as as it's gone on throughout the world. Every team has had a meeting with the league and has had an internal meeting on how to handle this situation. And the first thing they tell you, if you feel sick, don't go touching people. Don't go touching people's stuff. Make sure you tell us right away. All these things. And yet he still feels like that's a joke. Look, man, I get it if he wasn't informed. But if you just watch the news, let alone the fact that your own league has taken precautions on this and the individual teams have taken precaution on this, you're just being irresponsible. At, at the very least, you're being naive. At the worst, you're being totally reckless and irresponsible. And if I'm Adam Silver, I'm like, yo, dude, look, we told you multiple times on how to handle this stuff, and you thought this was a joke. How about the freaking reporters who were there uh, the other day, who he touched all their stuff? Like, those people need to feel like they got to self-quarantine. They were talking about it on social media yesterday, too. Like, I, I feel bad for anyone who came in contact with him unknowingly in those situations. If he felt sick, he needed to know better because he was told to know better. What's the, uh, you tweeted this out, so what's the response been to your tweet? I think for the most part, it's been positive. I don't know. I don't check mentions all that much. A couple of I definitely wouldn't check them today. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I would stay away today, man. We love you, but yeah. yeah well, you got a lot of. I got a better ratio though. More retweets and favorites than uh, than responses. So. Give it time. Uh, what uh, What should be the penalty, according to Jorge Sedano, who is out here with this lonely take that all of us are afraid of? Yeah, I don't know why you're so afraid of it. I mean, the facts are there. They told them what he needed to do, and they told them all what they needed to do, and he was still irresponsible. Yeah, I would suspend him. I would suspend him for a game or two, or whatever it is, depending on whenever they come back. Like, you know, I don't know how how long these conversations went, went, but I know they had the conversations with these guys about this numerous times. So I would suspend him for a game or two. I'm not saying to suspend him for the rest of his career. That's not that's not the take. I feel like that's the extent you guys are taking this. Uh, do we uh, do we suspend <laughs> him if Donovan Mitchell somehow gave it to him? Um, I still think he was the irresponsible one. I think it's one thing to unknowingly, you know, transmit this. It's another thing Next to level. act irresponsibly like he did. Like, I think that's just a completely different scenario, Dan. George, good talking to you. Uh, I, and God bless you, man. Yes, God bless you. Yeah. All right. I love you guys. Bye. I love you, too. You weren't ready for that Mitchell question, huh? Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. I mean, who was? I mean, how could you be? My God, love it, George. So, uh, Billy, I appreciate you getting in there and leading the angry mob the way that you did. It's not an angry mob. It's just... Classic Levitard misinformation today. I think Billy was surprised that I didn't run with that take before Sedano did. He wasn't angry about it. He was surprised I didn't run with the take. But I, I mean, if, I'm a, there. if I'm afraid of a take, then no one should go there. I mean, all the cancellations are just pouring in right now on the ticker. Everything, it just everything is everything's going everything's to be canceled. It seems. Yeah. Uh, Stugant, I'm uh, golf. You, you may know that uh, I play the straight man around here. I'm not actually afraid of the Sedano take. You're afraid of anything serious. Like this is not a shocking thing that he said that Gobert should be suspended for a game or two. I had to poop. Let me explain to you that one of the worst things can happen to you when you have to go to the bathroom this way and you've got sort of an urgency about you is for an elevator to be broken and have to climb a whole lot of stairs. Okay. So, Tough break. yeah, I'm about to tell you a story. Now, I live in an apartment building and I live high up in an apartment building. So it's a lot of stairs. And I was coming back 
uh, with breakfast for me and my wife. So now I have to climb a lot of stairs in order to get where I'm going. It's through a staircase that I never use, never have to use in a building that is old art deco. And so now I'm walking upstairs that, um, you know, probably haven't been cleaned in 70 years. Uh, and spring breakers are all over the place right now. So there is the smell of human urine and poop and poop in the stairs. How'd your body react to climbing stairs for the first time? Okay. So here's the reaction, uh, because I had to climb up and down stairs because what ended up happening to me is as soon as I got to my floor, the door was locked. I didn't have my cell phone. So getting close to the place I thought I was oh, getting to, yes, God. I now have you never to, fell further away. I know. Now yeah. I have to go back downstairs and I got a total panic situation. Now this is the part you guys are going to find funny as I'm in the lobby of my apartment building, I am now looking for, uh, is there a bathroom somewhere here that I've never used that I don't have access to? There's nobody downstairs. I don't have my phone. I'm just, I'm just penguin walking at this point. Mm -hmm. Okay. With breakfast in your hand. Uh, breakfast as uh, others yeah. pronounce it. And so that's what, the way I pronounce it. For the life of me, I, I can never understand why you can't say that. It's a tough one. I can't say it. Anyway, go on with the story. So, um, I, 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 <laughs> here's a part of the story okay i'm in a lobby area and i am now just opening doors in a lobby area that i have not been in before because they're like uh hallways and stuff i'm opening doors um looking hoping that something here is a bathroom praying i'm praying that something is a bathroom and now i'm not making this up i open a door to what is an apartment and it's an apartment that the first thing I see when I walk in is an open door no. with a toilet. No, oh, my God. You your can't. mouth was watering. No, you can't do this. Oh, no. Please tell me you did it. Please tell me you did it. That is such an invasion, a literal invasion of privacy. I did not do it. Oh, you oh, stinked. Uh, what? Thank God. Well, he might, actually, literally. I did not do it, but I thought about it. And I thought about it hard because I was reaching a panic situation. And I thought about it hard. And the thing that dissuaded me is only the idea that I could be shot trespassing and it would be a horrible way to go. I'm not joking that the thought occurred to me. I'm like, the toilet's right there. And if you've ever had to do this, I'm telling you, this is your your stomach starts gurgling and your body sort of uh, wants to go do it when there's a toilet right there. I'm surprised you were able to process consequences at that point. I I was uh, I, I was uh, horrified. I was embarrassed. I could not have someone walking in and shooting me because I had trespassed. It would have been a horrible way to go. I had actually decided in my head, I will take the shame of someone walking in on me in their apartment <laughs> and being shocked by me being there, except I can't do that in Miami where people are armed and this would be trespassing. Under this horrible, tragic hypothetical, I think I might have been able to explain what had happened if just given the information that you were found dead in someone else's bathroom. Okay, because it would have been quite the mystery, right? Just me with breakfast on the floor and <laughs> using a toilet to an apartment I did 
not belong in and I didn't even know existed before I just twisted on a door and these people uh, happened to to, to uh, have their apartment open. That's the way Vinny Vega got it, right? Uh, kind of like that, right? That's exactly <laughs> right. It would have been Pulp Fiction. I mean, imagine you're a man. You don't know the marital situation. You walk in and there's Dan Levitard using your bathroom. Mike, so many consequences to this, but that toilet was calling me. It really was. But you didn't use it. So what did you do? I, okay, uh, hold on. I'm getting to that. All right. Quick update. Creighton 27, St. John's 25. Again, apologies if you arrived here expecting ACC basketball and are now just met with a story about a gas bag thinking about using a toilet that wasn't it. We got you, though, with the uh, the Big East update. So I, uh, because I am next to also a hotel, I'm like, okay, this isn't a great situation. This is also not a great hotel. But I now have to walk through a herd of those tourists that are here for that continental breakfast. Yeah. And I have to find a toilet in this particular place where a lot of people are eating. Mm -hmm. I go through there. I see two doors. And I'm confused because it's not one of these places that just put women or men on the door. It's a couple of ornate art figures that are meant to represent men and women. And I can't tell the difference. Jesus, at this point, just walk through a door. Okay, well, this is what I try to do. The first door, locked. I assume someone's in there. The I'm like, okay, I'll use the women's. I have to. I have to at this point. Also locked. And I think it feels like they're locked in a way that it's not someone that's in there. These are just not bathrooms that are available to the public because all around here on South Beach, you got a bunch of hotel who don't want wandering poopers. Like you got a bunch of hotels that don't want you anywhere near the place. Trying to keep you out. <laughs> um, so now I walk to the next hotel and I am at this point, Stugat, penguin walking. Like my, my feet are not walking the way normal people walk. It's not even moving the way Zion Williamson does. I am basically just trying to keep my knees close together as I'm walking on Ocean Drive. I have to be honest. I am amazed and impressed that you held it in that long. It was hard. It was hard. And it's because my choice is to be in that, uh, what was the name of the, um, the movie where the woman in the wedding dress had to just poop in the street where oh, bridesmaids. bridesmaids bridesmaids thank you so i don't want that to be the case i don't want to be on ocean drive just having pooped myself also considering the the state of affairs right now a sweaty man who's like exactly. penguin walking panicked panicking all over himself in the street panicked. would be a panic situation for any sort of crowd that's right and so now i want you guys to understand where this story started was your wife wondering where the food was um yes she was wondering where i was uh, but i didn't have a phone and i had been very close to the place i needed to be but all the doors in my life are locked now again if you're here for acc basketball i apologize for the last eight minutes of this story i apologize in general for my existence i apologize for how foul my stomach was this morning. But I got Big East updates for you. The Johnnies just took a one-point lead over Creighton 28-27. So I started this story by telling you that any time that you have run into a person that you wanted to meet and one of your heroes has disappointed you, um, sometimes there are things going on in their lives that might not just be rudeness, condescension, or arrogance. Sometimes... Something has just landed wrong in their stomach. So as I'm walking to this next hotel in what I believe to be freedom and what would turn out to be freedom, I walk past a couple and the woman yells at me these words. I'm not even kidding. It would have been fine if it had been my name, but it's not even my name. It's, hey, you're that guy. And I'm like, you know, strained and penguin walking. And I'm like, yeah, I'm that guy. What guy? 
And I'm walking away, and she's like, hold on a second. Let's take a picture. And I'm like, I can't. And I'm moving, not particularly quickly, but painfully. And I say to her as I'm leaving, I'm sorry. I'm I'm genuinely sorry. And I ask, what guy? And she's like, we watch you every day. We don't know your name. That is classic right there. Sometimes when you got to go, you just have to go. And up next, we're going to go to Hawk and Crowder. They're serious about this coronavirus, but they know it's not the end of days. Plus, Hawk breaks out some old school medical terms on the Best of the Joe Show. The Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hopefully, you are getting by this week healthy. My name is Dan Day. I actually went to the Heat game last night thinking that it's probably the last basketball I'm going to see for quite a while. And I actually had my night planned out. I said, ooh, go to the Heat game. There's not going to be a lot of people there. Sit nice and low, which I did. Then get home just in time for the Pelicans-Sacramento game. Watch that. Hopefully, we'll hold me over with sports for the next couple of weeks. Well, I did go to the Heat game, and it was not much of a game. Ugh. And then the Pelicans game got canceled, so I'm in that holding period. It's beach and bikinis time for me. Good thing we live in Miami. Another good thing about Miami, you get to listen to the Hawk and Crowder Show afternoons right here on 560 The Joe. They were on earlier today talking about it not being the end of days, even though it is serious times. Hawk breaks out some 1970s medical terms, and we guarantee laughs. We're fully cleaned over here. My, my, my mic wasn't on, but I'm clean, though. His mic sounds a lot louder than mine. I got a man voice. I see, uh, I'm just looking at uh, ESPN right now, 13 conference tournaments canceled today. So Here's, uh, here's the deal. So we'll give, you, uh, we'll give you all the latest, we'll bring you up to date, got some good guests planned today, and we're going to do our show. If you tune in every day around 2 o'clock and you want to hear Hockman and Crowder, you're getting Hockman and Crowder mm-hmm. and Solana and Dan Day and all the regular nonsense. And Solana so, too? Yeah, Solana's oh, here too. Okay. It's not end of days. Here's here's uh, here's what any I think radio host needs to navigate right now. It's not end of days, but it's nothing to laugh at either. No. So you can goof. We're all living our lives. We all wish sports was on. I mean, it's it's a bummer. We talked yesterday because your your sport is fishing. Yeah. That's one, and that really happens to me. I'm thinking. I might gamble on fishing this weekend if there's odds for it. Gamble on coming out with me fishing? No, 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 no. Oh, there's got to okay. be some sort of professional <laughs> fishing tournament. What do you gamble on? Weight? Like, I don't yeah. There's got to be something. The winners. Yeah. No, but you know what? Um, there is, uh, is going to be NASCAR in a couple weeks. Homestead Miami is going to have the race in a couple weeks. Just no fan. But I guarantee you I'm going to watch it. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, there's nothing else on. Yes. Golf. Golf is having their tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, just no fans there. So I'll watch that. I mean, listen, slim pickings, but I'll uh, I'll tune in and I'll watch. Golf's the only sport that fans don't add anything to. Right. NASCAR racing, uh, you know. I like to see all the RVs in the middle. and It the looks cool. And, and 100,000 fans yeah. usually like it's about whatever it is. Uh, you have to be safe. It is what it is. And I would imagine uh, overseas there will be something going on. Very rarely does horse racing stop. I'm not even lying. Like the the things that center around gambling Ugh, and horse racing, what 
like 20 horses died recently. You see that? Oh, all uh, all last season at yeah. like Santa Anita and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there was a report on real sports. Yep, that's why I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But slim pickings, we'll if that's going. what's hey, on. TVG. If, if TVG is on, going into my regular sports channel rotation. We just want winners and losers. Winners and losers. So we can gamble on it. What a night in sports last night. It was unlike anything I can remember. And not just sports, but obviously I'm looking at it through the prism of sports. But it was unlike anything I can recall even when 9-11 happened I do remember everything stopped obviously we were under attack we had never been attacked in that fashion before with different angles of you know every attack last night is different because we're embarking on something together as a nation really as a world we're embarking on something together that really we've never done before Mm -hmm. there's been pandemics and outbreaks before and it's wiped out a lot of society before but a that was before social media and television and whatnot this is not going to do that so this is a real i don't know state of flux you know that every city municipality county state federal government Everybody needs to err on the side of caution. You don't want to have large gatherings of people because if that does increase the chance of spread, which it does, then you could have an overrun of the medical systems. You don't want to see a bunch of kids getting it. You don't want to see a bunch of older adults getting it. So you take precautions and you try to level out. I was uh, listening to something last night. There's essentially, for any kind of outbreak, there's like almost a bell curve sometimes. And if you can, instead of having that peak of the bell curve, and so that peak would be all the hospital beds taken, no ability to get masks or sanitary materials for hospital and medical workers, and just about everybody missing work because of the overrun. If you can take that bell and flatten it, over time, you're doing everyone a uh, a service. And again, it's not changing the number of people who come down with coronavirus, and it's not changing the outcome. But instead of it coming to this peak at the bell curve, it's flattened out over a period of time so things don't get stressed. And mm-hmm. uh, and that's the idea, obviously. So. And that's why they're everybody's telling you what to do. They're sending out all the information, the CDC and all that stuff, to try to do that. It's not going to disappear. Right. But let's all work together to make it plateau and not peak. I'm with Listen, you. Listen, it's going to be a couple months. This is how I, I look at it. It's going to be a couple months of inconvenience. And then we'll all get back to our lives. And uh, hopefully the, the virus will have run its course. And uh, they're continuing, obviously, to work on uh, um What's the, uh, inoculations is not really the word I'm looking Vaccines, vaccine, inoculations. I'm 50. Inoculation. When did you get inoculated? You don't remember inoculations? Hell no. Inoculations? Of course you got inoculated. I didn't get inoculated. Are you joking? No. So you're an anti-vacciner? No, I Then you got inoculated. But I, nobody calls it inoculations. But you got inoculated. I, if you want to call it that. It is that. I got a couple shots when I was a you baby. You got inoculated. <laughs> I've never heard that word before in my life. That's like from 1972. <laughs> okay. That's when we still had mercury thermometers. <laughs> and then y'all figured you, out that wasn't a good you idea. You remember mercury thermometers? Oh, the, the little silver crap? Mm-hmm. I've seen them. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that was the thermometer back then. In museums. Hey, put this mercury <laughs> in your mouth. Put this glass tube with mercury in your mouth. And mercury poison? Yeah, try humans. not to bite down, little Johnny. <laughs>
<laughs> in museums. So uh, Rudy Gilbert, obviously we know the story last night. Donovan Mitchell has subsequently tested positive for coronavirus. But anyway, my greater point was we're going to be inconvenienced for a couple months and we'll live our lives and uh, we'll live our lives with some inconvenience and with precaution. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands. Be sanitary. If you're used to hugging people at the office, used to coming in, giving everybody a handshake and a high five, just don't do that right now. And you know I'm eye candy. Right. Not so, really. So what, huh? I poison. I poison. Opposite, you know you know these women around here. You know how nice I am candy. to people. They've been waiting for this outbreak since you started. <laughs> so I'm the kisser. I know my Spanish lady. Went, mwah, mwah. I know I'm home. They want to. No more. They want the love. They want the quick no slap more. and the lean in. Yeah, I'm giving them the fist. So here's the the latest. It looks like MLB. What uh, what MLB say, uh, Solana? They're going to cancel the season or, or NHL? I think I saw right before we went on the air. Yeah, the NHL has paused its 2019 2020 season. Right. I think all this stuff. We'll get to it throughout the day, and obviously, and I have a guarantee for everybody too. This is a radio guarantee. Guaranteed laughs. Hmm. We're not doing four hours of let's go out and and now we'll, we'll we'll talk with a couple of people today and yeah. and get uh, and 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 we're not going to ignore it. People but, smarter than us. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not doing let's go out to the Publix on 34th Street and see what the situation is on toilet paper. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, so guaranteed laughs every day as we work through this together. We will play something, one of our best of bits. That I think is a guaranteed laugh. And today before the show, we added it up. Don Bailey Jr., when he joined us, and we gave him the Kulikitaka line. And yeah, it is hysterical. That, that's a funny So segment. guaranteed laughs if you listen to this show. You talk about the toilet paper? I walked in our office today and I saw a big, pa- big stack of printer paper my wife got from Sam's. And I wet it. To see if it will get a little supple. <laughs> can people really not find toilet paper? Ah, they say they're they're putting limits on it. They are. You can only buy like three packs from Publix. Yeah, they're putting limits on and toilet paper. You got tissue. IBS. I know, so that's why I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the printer paper because I'm gonna soften it up. Now, full disclosure, I used it this morning just to see if it worked. Just the uh, just to see. Well, I took a I took a little pack of about three four sheets and I crumpled them up and I wet them and I kept crumpling them. They softened up. It was glorious. Yeah. Uh, well, you've never been the cleanest guy. It's possible you're patient zero. Um, <laughs> IBS, man. Don't laugh at IBS. My IBS community will start texting in. Don't laugh at IBS. Guaranteed laughs this week and throughout the entire virus. As silly as that sounds, guaranteed laughs on Hockman and Crowder. Uh, so, UM, according to Barry Jackson, UM has announced it will play home baseball games this month without fans. That's all subject to change, of course. Uh, UM not ready to announce what's going to be done with spring football practice. And here is the statement from Miami-Dade Mayor Carlos Jimenez. He says, Miami-Dade County is under a state of emergency as we deal with public health threat of COVID-19. Although we do not have community spread at this time, we want to take the preemptive steps to keep it that way. Therefore, I have decided to suspend the operation of the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair, the Miami Open Tennis Tournament, the Miami 5K Run, and all major events at the American Airlines Arena. The March 22nd NASCAR race at Homestead Miami Speedway is postponed at this time. NASCAR officials will decide whether or not to hold the race without fans. I believe they've decided to hold the race without fans. And then uh, Mayor Jimenez says, as we move forward together during this time, we will continue to monitor events. What the World Health Organization has determined is a global pandemic. We will constantly evaluate planned mass gatherings as the situation evolves. So 
There you go. We'll keep you updated throughout the show uh, as uh, as news warrants. Somebody told me to get a bidet. I have a bidet, but you still have to dry off, don't you? Well, you can, you know, air just, dry. Just air dry? Bounce. Because ha- I have my bidet and it cuts on and the water squirts way up in right, the air. Right, but can you make it bounce? <laughs> now, what are you, just why, to get that. why are you doing that with your hand? Can you make it bounce? Because now I'm thinking about me. Only. Let's smile and stay healthy. That is about it for the best of the Joe Show. Remember, you can download this podcast or any of the podcasts of any of the shows that you hear on this radio station, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, or the freeradio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com, and download it there for free. It's also free to follow me on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. Anything else you need free, just ask. I'll see what I can do. We'll have another free edition of the Best of the Joe Show tomorrow night, beginning at 6 o'clock right here on 560 The Joe WQAM. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.